Sometimes the fun begins when the paved road ends. Chevy Silverado 2500 HD is made to work hard and play hard on the road or off. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com for details and experience life in HD. It's Chicago's Afternoon News. I'm Lisa Density. Bertrand is here. Kevin Powell, Mary Vandeveld. And it's Tuesday, so we always get a chance to talk with Tom Skilling from WGN-TV, our favorite meteorologist. So how are you today, Tom? Lisa, I couldn't be better. I, and I'll tell you, it doesn't hurt any that the sun is out shining, so that's uh, that's lovely. How are you? I'm doing well. And just know that when your dog is barking, you never have to put it in another room for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll tell you, little Penny. Penny is a newcomer to our home. Her uh, her mommy passed away suddenly and, and sadly uh, several weeks ago. So Penny's been uh, readjusting to the new environment and uh, is a little thrown by the phone ringing even. So uh, at any rate, but she is an adorable Little, uh, we figure she's Sue uh, or Laza Absa, um, and she is the cutest thing you've ever seen. I'll tell you. Is she's she young? Adorable. She is 11 years old. Oh. We discovered the adoption papers. Uh, she had been uh, with uh, my roommate's uh, aunt for five years up in Kenosha. And uh, my my roommate's aunt passed away uh, uh, just a couple of weeks ago. So little Penny uh, had to be moved here to a new home. And we just love her. Uh, she's so adorable. It's a big adjustment for a dog in that situation. I'm so glad she found you, that she found a loving home. <laughs> we are, too. I'll tell you, nobody could be happier than we are. She's just an adorable addition to the household, Lisa. No question. I know you're a dog lover, too. So uh, you... You appreciate this. Absolutely. Uh, so Puppy Bowl or Super Bowl, what are you most likely to watch this weekend? Well, I, I, I'll tell you something. I think the Puppy Bowl has an attraction. But on the other hand, I'm kind of intrigued by the Super Bowl. Do you know they have a excessive heat advisory out there or excessive heat watch for Los Angeles later this week? Now, now there is a phenomenon and a half in the month of February, 90 degree temperatures possibly. Isn't that something? But uh, you know, you you talk about our changing climate. There's a, there's another yet another example of it right there. Yeah, that's tough to play football in ninety degree weather. Oh, it it definitely is. At least they don't have the oppressive humidity we do here. But you know, it's interesting. Just a couple of months back, we were hearing about all the snow in the Sierra and all the rains that were flooding areas, that particularly areas that have been burned out. And uh, uh, this is all turned off. They're back under a dome of uh, storm-deflecting warm air. And under it, this heat is developing in Southern California. And, of course, they're missing out on their uh, late-season rains and all. So the water resource people out there are watching that very carefully because it, it, the rains earlier, uh, you know, a couple months ago, did make a dent in the drought out there. But it all goes to show you can't depend on these rains, um, and it'll be interesting to see the rest of the season out there what they what they have going on because that will impact their water availability this summer. So, Tom Skilling, do you think the L.A. Rams are going to win, or do you think it'll be the Bengals? <laughs> you know, asking me that would be like asking <laughs> me, yeah, uh, you know, to do a uh, electron microscope uh, examination of the COVID virus. I, uh, I, I, I'll tell you something. 
I'm not your best source on that. I uh, I work with folks in the office who uh, who have a much better read on that. What's your What's your thinking on it, uh, Lisa? Well, I am married to a diehard LA Rams fan, but the wow. Bengals the Bengals have never won a Super Bowl, never. So I'm always cheering for the underdog. Gotcha. Oh well, there you go. That's the kind of person you are. So I, I you know what? I'll join you in that. And there'll be two of us. Okay. How's that? Good. So Groundhog Day was last week, Tom, but my hog, I've got a pot belly pig. She is thrilled with this weather. This is when she's emerging from her pen. And and I see the UPS guy has shorts on today. It almost feels like a little dose of spring weather. Well, I'll tell you something. We are getting into milder weather for the time being. We're not done with the cold or the snow yet, uh, to be sure. But it sure is nice to have a respite after that week we went through last week, isn't it? You know what happens in February, Lisa, as the sun, you know, is up longer, the days are longer. We're picking up about two and a half minutes of daylight every day as the days continue to lengthen. And they've been doing that since back in December on the 21st. So um, and what happens is the sunlight comes in more directly. So you can look at your thermometer and see a sub freezing temperature. And yet you see dripping going on outside because the sunlight is getting more intense with the passage of time. And uh, it does feel kind of good to put some shorts on and uh, take advantage of the more direct (laughs) sunlight. And the fact it's up longer every day we will pick up about 70 minutes of daylight in the month of February. So the days continue lengthening, and that ultimately has quite an impact on how warm we get. That's amazing. 70 minutes. So we made it through the coldest month of the year, which is January. What about snow? What are we looking at snow-wise? Have we made it through the the toughest part, or what do you think? Oh, I'll tell you, I wouldn't write it off. You know, um, we've got a couple of minor little systems coming in. One comes in. Even tomorrow, there might be a sprinkle or a, a snow flurry on occasion tomorrow and into tomorrow night, a mid mid to upper 30-degree daytime temperatures. And then there's a snow system um, that we're going to watch um, on Friday. Now, that one could lay down uh, enough to you know cover the ground in spots. But again, it's going to be fairly mild, so there's some question whether there might be a little rain mixed in. It's not a big deal. There's another system that comes in uh, Sunday night, Monday. But the one that's really interesting looking out into the future that we'll keep the closest eye on is later next week. Uh, And that one has the early looks of something that might be a little more substantial. So we're not done with it yet. Right now, the melt is underway with the temperatures rising this afternoon. It really is a beautiful day. It's a gorgeous day. A big improvement over the 20s we had yesterday uh, today with our mid to upper 30s on the way. And the same thing for tomorrow. And might turn just a touch cooler Thursday, but we're back up close to 40 on Friday again from the looks of things. And then the weekend does see a pretty good slug of colder air come in. So the weekend will be chilly. It's Chicago's Afternoon News. I'm Lisa Dent, Steve Bertrand, Mary Vandeveld, Kevin Powell all here. And John Landecker just posted on social media that Amy Landecker will be on with her dad, John Landecker, tonight for 45 minutes from 7 to 7.45. I don't know what the special occasion is. Maybe he just feels like having his kid on. I think it sounds fun, so make sure you're listening. That comes up after John Hansen's new show, Your Money Matters, that debuted yesterday from 6 to 7. If you missed that, make sure you join him tonight. I'm Lisa Dent. We love Tom Skilling. And Tom... Every day I'm seeing more and more pictures on every social media platform of these vivid red sunsets. What is going on? Oh, beautiful. They really are. You know, I think these uh, these lower sun angles 
contribute to it. You know, in the warm season, we we have oftentimes that smoke blowing in from western fires, and that you know the uh, the, the particles uh, of smoke in the atmosphere tend to refract out the uh, the blue part of the uh, electromagnetic spectrum, and so we get this orangish, reddish, beautiful sunset tint. But um, to our sunrises and our sunsets. But you're right. Recently, we had some gorgeous sunrises and sunsets. And I, I think uh, both the low sun angle and the fact we've had a little haze in the air has contributed to that. Also, ice crystals uh, will do that. So uh makes for some beautiful sunrises and sunsets. Pretty soon we will be out of winter and headed into spring. How do you become a storm spotter or a storm chaser? Is there a class? Uh, are you certified? Yeah. What is, how does that work? You know, um, our my colleagues at the National Weather Service do a magnificent job. They conduct training sessions, and folks who are interested in in, in uh, volunteering to become storm uh, watchers uh, and reporters uh, can join these classes. and And the uh, dates of these classes and their locations are listed on the National Weather Service Chicago website. So it might be wise if you're interested in that to do that. You know, Lisa, we depend on volunteer observers. Something like 75% of the weather observations in this country are taken by volunteer weather observers. You know, you have the official observations that are often funded by the FAA or the Weather Service at our major airports where they need reliable and constant uh, stream of weather data for pilots and all. But um, a lot of the gaps in our data uh, are filled in by volunteer observers and they work through uh, what's called the Coco Raj system. You can join that as well if you're interested. You go online and just uh, punch up Coco Raj, and you get information on that. And these are people who volunteer their time and energy and share their information with us. And, boy, are they essential in filling in our picture on what storms do and have done around the area. Last week's snow, for instance, uh, you know, all the reports – uh, from communities all over were most helpful in, in ascertaining exactly how much came down. And that helps us when we're forecasting in the future as well, because we better understand the structure of these storms when we have complete observations. I had no idea, Tom, that so many volunteers were contributing to something worthwhile like these weather reports. Yes, yes indeed. And the Weather Service operates a co-op observer program, which is, again, a series of dedicated professionals and every morning they check in with their uh, observations of temperature and snow cover and snowfall and precipitation and um, i I can't even begin to uh, accurately state or sufficiently state the importance of these observations to those of us who are charged with the responsibility of putting out forecasts and telling you what's going on it really helps so if you want to be a storm watcher or a storm spotter or a chaser, yeah. there's so many terms. Go to the National Weather Service Chicago website and you can sign up. Yes. Uh, and you'll find out about um, uh, future courses and all that are being conducted. And, uh, you know, weather service personnel fan out across the area and do these uh, courses and uh, training sessions all over. So, yeah, and we encourage folks to do that because that information, when we have severe weather breaking, is invaluable. It, it helps us immensely. Tom Skilling is with us on Chicago's Afternoon News, the most trusted name and the most trusted voice in weather. We so appreciate you joining us. Uh, so, can you cover our seven-day forecast for us? What do we got coming up? 
Yeah, tomorrow, a fair amount of cloud cover, mild though, and maybe a sprinkle or a flurry. Uh, That goes into tomorrow night. Thursday, a little colder, partly cloudy. We'll have temperatures in the low 30s uh, uh, on Thursday. And then Friday, we get up close to 40. It might be some snow uh, or rain. Uh, It's not a big deal. And then windy and colder over the weekend. We could turn on the lake effect snow machine over in parts of northwest Indiana, lower Michigan. That should not affect us in the city of Chicago and areas west. We'll just be partly cloudy and windy with highs in the 20s over the weekend. And then another little snow system could be in uh, Sunday night, Monday. We'll watch later next week for possibly a more substantial system. Uh, And that would be in the Wednesday to Friday time frame sometime next week. But we'll have much more to say on that as we get closer to it, Lisa. And then the big news, Tom, for this weekend, the Super Bowl weather forecast in L.A. is going to be extremely warm. Yeah, warm by their standards. They're talking about 85 to 90 degree highs. And, of course, you know, there'll be a lot of folks uh, flooding into that area uh, who aren't accustomed to that kind of temperature in uh, February. Southern Californians, you know, often with that, you get those Santa Ana winds that come in. And, of course, that raises the specter of fires. So we'll see whether they put out a red flag warning with that. But it ought to be beautiful weather. Just, I think, a little warm for football, don't you? Yeah, I don't know how you play in 90-degree weather. It's like those two days that the kids do in August, and I don't know how they get through it. (laughs) No, I don't either. I I don't either. That's why... Uh, you and I are not playing uh, professional football. <laughs> exactly, but we're yeah. cheering for the Bengals, right, Tom? Absolutely. <laughs> we are underdoggers all the way, you know? So that's good. And where are you watching the Super Bowl? Well, it'll be right here in the home weather office. We call it Nirvana <laughs> on 19. Uh, that's what we've dubbed the, uh, the home, because we're up on the 19th floor here. Up on the north side of Chicago. So anyway, that's where we'll be watching. And, How about you? Uh, watching at home as well. It's the best place. I mean, you can have the food you like. It can be with some yeah. family members, and you can see everything up close. I see no reason to pay $35,000 for a ticket to go see the Super Bowl yeah. in person. 35000 I heard about that. Yeah, no. I, I'm completely content, and we probably have a better view than a lot of folks in the stadium do, you know, on television. So that's uh, that works out all right. Absolutely. Well, I hope you'll be watching with Penny on your lap. Thank you for sharing your dog story with us, and it's so wonderful to talk to you, Tom. Have a great day. You too, Lisa. Thank you. Always great talking to you. Be well and be safe. You too.